Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Dare not go shopping with somebody who is not your son. Hey! He'll be looking and he'll take his glass. He'll take his glasses. He'll look at the guy and say, What? How much? And then, and then he, he'll not say anything. He'll say, Oh, it's nice. But when they go home, he said, we, we live in London. We, we don't do shopping like that. That's why I know. Sometimes people say, oh, we want to come and help you to go shopping. You want to help me to go shopping? You want to help to kill me? Or to, and to kill yourself. Yeah. It's true. Fearful and they're unbelieving. They are, they are things that magnify. The other day, somebody said, was going to buy me a car, this very posh car. You know. And the person said, This car, you know, it's, it's a very nice car. So they sent me, they sent me, you notice that this is what they're, you know, and because of the fearful and the unbelieving, those, you know, my children, so I give them time. Some of you were like that. When you are graduating. How many of you, I wouldn't go shopping with you yet. No, you need to graduate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even eat with you. Hmm. Because if I eat with you, you look at me and say, Hey, the man, he eats salad. The church shouts. Like the church will suffer for, to feed this man. No, you can't handle it. The fearfulness, the unbelieving, cowardliness. Yeah, and you would you would have thoughts in your mind that would you send your own child to this place? Will you send your child here? Will you send your child to Nigeria? Think about it, Mr. Bishop. Just heightens their fears. You know, a fearful person mustn't know everything. It heightens their fears and magnifies the things that are already in them. Yes. Yes, it's true. So I was telling you somebody was, was going to buy me this car. So I told them, you know, if you give me this on condition, one condition, 
condition that I can do what I want to do, including to sell it. I may have to, I may have to dispose of it. Because I cannot use it among the fearful and the unbelieving. I'll be driving the fearful and unbelieving. The man who says we should die for Jesus, kill yourself for Jesus Christ. Go to the cross and give up everything. Look at him rolling with the windows up. He said, hey! Mr. Bishop. Just confirmed. Yeah. But you you will never understand. You never. So that's why that's why sometimes we just live our life in privacy. Yeah. The things we have we can't say, we can't even use, we can't even do. Any, no problem. Heaven will use. Heaven will show. Paul, Paul, Paul said that our life is hid with Christ in God, and when Christ shall appear, then shall we also appear. It is, it is in heaven. That's where we have the mansions. Even if I can afford a yacht, and I can afford a boat, and I can afford so many things, I will not use them. But our life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ shall appear, I have my yacht there. I'm, I'm hoping to be a big shot in heaven. Yeah. This is one of my, my aims. Yeah. I, when I get there, I don't want to hear certain bad things. That's why I confess every day. Forgive me for my sin. So that in case, as as a current, the sins have been cleared up to. <laughs> Just yeah. by this evening, I every time I finish preaching, I pray for forgiveness. I pray for forgiveness every because I've said things I shouldn't say, given wrong impressions, told lies. Maybe I've made told a story and made a story. A bit of life added to the story. Oh, <laughs> Give an impression that is not really the case. When they start asking you questions, see that the story is changing. We are, we are, we are so bad, so sinful. It's just by mercy if we can come to his presence. Hallelujah. Alright. So what what, what, the, what the other one? What the other one? Quick, 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 quick. Unbelief abominable. Hmm? I don't know what that means, but it's something bad. And madras. And immoral. Immoral, if you are immoral, instead of being a daughter, you want to sleep with your father. Yeah. Yeah. You like to add it to your credentials. People that I have slept with. This is one. Some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. You've got a long list of people, you know, that are your victims. And you will easily say, It's not easy to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're wonderful, eh? 
immoral. So you see that as soon as you become a son or a daughter, your status is changing almost immediately into a sexual partner. So you can't stay at the daughter position. Or you don't get the message. It's like you come to sit at a place that a daughter's is not. They suddenly, because you are not used to be a daughter, you are, you are used to be a partner, a sex partner, or something like that. As you sit there, you know, the, the thing is coming. You are delicious. Your deliciousness is coming. Then it's like you are changing into something. You can't easily be a, 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 a daughter or a son. Mercy. Huh? Are you there? Wow. wow. So you realize that being immoral, do you see? You can't, it's, it's for instance, if you work for the CIA or you work for the British Secret Service and you are here, you know, as you keep receiving the, the word and you are blessed, a few seconds later, your, your mind quickly goes to that whether am I saying something that can be reported you see so because you are that you are two faced double tongued and actually a spy because any of you could easily be a spy the British Secret Service could easily employ any of you here yes give information on the church what is preached what is said for security reasons easily you feed it and you can join in any of these camps and so very very easy and I, I wouldn't be surprised if any of you is but if you are if you are I, I, want, to, I want to warn you that doing that in the kingdom of God Jesus said to Judas Iscariot that it would have been better that you were not born so I want to also add my voice to that and say it would be better that you didn't join the church. It would be better that maybe you didn't even become a Christian. Yeah? So watch out. But, um, so, are you there? So what I'm trying to say is that so that when you have another aside of you, you quickly slide into that realm. Then you slide back. Do you see? Because you are immoral. What's the next one? Sorceress. Sorceress too want to be children. Idolaters. When you have another God, apart from the God that your father is serving, you cannot easily flow with him. Do you understand? One day I was there and uh, somebody came and uh, I was just driving my car normally. Then he came around and he came. The thing he was interested in was in my car. He said, Hey, this car is nice. What's the name of the car? What type of car is this? This, this, that. And by the time this person finished saying all those things and going, we, sat, we stood back and everybody there commented that it's been a long time since we've seen somebody like this. <laughs> what, what car is this? What, who, where is it from? How, you know. Their eyes are on certain things. And, and the pastors are standing around commented that it's been a long time since we, we had such a, pe- I mean, a person with such way of thinking coming around us. We are not used to that. Do you see? Yeah. So an idolater cannot easily be a son. Amen. What do you think? 
is heavy and is working. Right. Um, and what's the last one? All lies. Lies. Anita. Is that Michaela? Think about it. Anita. Supposing I talk with you and you lie to me. And then somebody else tells me the truth about what you said. And it gives me evidence. You think I'll trust you? Do you think you can really be my daughter? You can say daddy. You must know where to tell lies. You know it's true. Not that you, you tell lies anywhere, but you must know when they ask you a question, I don't want to answer that or you want to tell a lie. Just say, I'm coming. And go to the toilet. And stay there till the person is gone. There are some places you don't tell lies. I'm telling you, it will change everything for you. It will change everything for you. Ask Ananias and Sapphira. What happened to them? So, you, should, you, should, you, 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 may, you may tell her, like, come to Pastor Richard, you are lying to him. You know? And then, God has a way of showing how you, you are lying. It will affect, it will affect your status. So watch out. Okay. This, one of the things that I, I, I really don't like is when people say, I want to be in the ministry. Oh, Bishop, I'm doing this, or maybe this is the reason for this. Or maybe, so I want to come to Ghana, come and work for the Lord because God has called me. But actually, you are being deported, or actually, your papers have expired. You don't say that one. Do you understand? You give the impression that it's such a spiritual move. It's like God has impressed on my heart. When you see me, it's like each of the spiritual things that he, he likes. Those are the things that he, he believes. So when you see him, then you, you use spiritual. It reveals some hypocrisy and some unrealness about you. You know, or maybe you want a husband. So you want to come to Ghana where you may get more opportunity to get a husband. Or, or you feel that your life will be better there. Do you understand? And you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even say that part. It's so spiritual. It's like God has sent me. I mean, when you came from the camp about uh, my daughters and my sons, and I, I, I was moved by God. It's not a move by God. There were other reasons. So when I later on find out the other reasons, I will not trust you. I said, This is one of the liars. What do you think? Huh? Oh, you don't understand the message. Do you understand the message? Yeah. Try to understand the message. It will bless you powerfully. I see a river, a fountain actually falling on you in Jesus' name. Alright? So try lying is something in our office. We, we, we were there one day and there's a group of people there. And then somebody gave an offering for healing Jesus. Then the money got missing in the office. And there were just a certain group of people there. 
So we investigated, asked this, that, that. Everybody says he didn't take the money up for today. And it's just here. So it puts a question on all the six people or whoever those people were. Do you understand? And it affects your status as a son or a daughter. Because liars. And I pleaded, I said, look, say, just say, this will be, and when I sent somebody, I said, tell the person, tell them, all of them, just say to me, this topic will not be brought up again to give you a chance. But people don't know the realities and the implications of some of these things. It says that you shall be my sons, but the fearful, the bad means that the, the people who are not fans, the fearful, unbelieving, liars, sorcerers, immoral, they cannot be my sons, they cannot be my daughters. In other words, that privileged place. To be a son or a daughter is different from to be an employee. To be a son or a daughter is different from to, to be a worker in the church. It's different from being a member of the church. When your father ever refers to you and says, This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. Hey, a great day has come. And, and, and somebody like me, I rarely call people my sons. Or daughters. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, rarely. I rarely say, Oh, my son, at, uh, my son in uh, this, or my daughter in this, or that. I rarely say that. Do you see? Because... There is much to being a son and there is much to being a daughter. You understand? It's not just by saying daddy or papa. See, one day I call, I call somebody and I say, sit down. I say, sit down. And I ask the person, I say, are you my daughter? In the ministry. She said, I am. I said, you are? And I said, you are not my daughter. You are not my daughter. You are my member. I told him. He said, You are my member. You are not my daughter. Oh, Bishop, why do you say that? I'm your daughter. You are my father. He said, well, no, You are not my daughter. So he said, Wow. Then my children came running by. You know, that time they were smaller. Running by. I said, You see my children? I said, When you see my children, you can see some similarity. If you anything, only, if only the color. Some kind of similarity. I said, there's no similarity between me and you. You are not a shepherd. You are not, I mean, doing anything. You just smile. But you are a very nice person. You always are happy with my messages. You are always smiling. You are always being nice. You are good. You are doing well. Everything. You get it? Say, so you are my daughter. You don't be a daughter by saying, I am. Are you a hamburger because you are in McDonald's? Starting McDonald's, I'm a hamburger. You are not a hamburger. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, it's a very powerful thing to be a son or a daughter. And that's what Isaiah said I am the children huh? whom thou hast given to me. Right, they are for signs and for wonders. Amen. Amen. Is it powerful? Very good. We have a lot of points. 
to go through, but we have only done one point. <laughs> huh? It's powerful, isn't it? Wonderful. But I'm blessed. How many are blessed already? It's powerful. Alright. So, let's stand to our feet in. Father, we thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Turn to Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter 8. And the Lord said to me, Take for yourself and ride on it. Swift is a booty, speedy is a prey. And I will take to myself faithful witnesses for testimony. And he goes on. Now, so I approached the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. She said, Name him Mahera Shalashasabaz. But before the boy knows how to cry, my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be carried away before the king of Assyria. And again, the Lord spoke to me further, saying, Are you there? Inasmuch as these people have rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh and rejoiced in resin, now that we behold the Lord is about to bring upon the strong and abundant waters of the Euphrates, even the king of Syria and all his glory, and it will rise up over all its channels. Alright? Are you there? Yeah. Then it will sweep on to Judah, and it will overflow and pass through, and it will even reach the neck. Verse. Alright? Now verse 9, be broken, O peoples, be shattered, give ear. Amen. Verse 11, for thus the Lord spoke to me with a mighty power. 
Alright, verse 12. You are not to say it's a conspiracy. Verse 30. It is the Lord of hosts whom you should regard as holy. He shall be your fear and shall be your dread. Alright, verse 16. Bind up the testimonies, seal the law among my disciples, and I will wait for the Lord who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. Verse 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells on Mount Zion. Amen. Notice that verse. I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders. Because God would make Isaiah do certain things. And then he would let the children also be involved. And the children would, like what the child said, before the child says, my father. Or before the child says, daddy. Or before the child says, mommy. Then something will happen. So everybody will be watching Isaiah's child. To see when the child will say, daddy. As soon as he says, daddy, then it means something has happened. And watching the child, when the child will say, mommy. It means something. So the children were being used. And then Isaiah himself, the Lord will say, go and stand here and do this. Go and build this and do that. So both, of, both Isaiah and his children were being used for signs and wonders. You understand what I'm saying? So Isaiah said, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders. And that's what Joshua said. I and my household, we shall serve the Lord. Amen. How many want to serve the Lord? Is it a powerful thing? Yeah. Alright. Now. Right. Now the next point that I want us to look at is Genesis. I told you to turn to Genesis. What does it say? Genesis chapter 1. Let's read verse 27. Okay. What does it say? God created man in his own image. Amen. Go on. Amen. Now, in the ministry, right, where the, the whole family is working, a very important principle right is that both the male and the female must work together in the family in order to be very fruitful and this picture is given right here at the very beginning of time that the male and the female unless both of them work together they are not going to be very fruitful so you will find out that in as much as women are not officially supposed to be the leaders and the heads and so on, the absence of women working in the ministry leads to a certain kind of barrenness and a certain kind of dryness. Do you understand? So women are very much important and men are also important. And so a combination of, in the family of both the men and the women produces the fruitfulness that God wants us to have. So it's very important for you to understand. So you find out on the mission... We are going to need some men, but we are also going to need the input of the women. And we are going to need the women, but we are also going to need the men. And if you have one and you don't have the other, you are not going to be fruitful. 
Two men cannot give birth to a child. Oh, no, no, they cannot. No. Yeah. They can only give rise to feces that are uh, sprinkled with semen. Yeah. Now think of the difference between a child and feces with uh, like not like ketchup but mayonnaise and kind of mayonnaise on the feces. That's the product that you can have from two men. So that shows you the, the contrast between what God can do when the women and the men can work together powerfully. I see you working together powerfully. Amen. And so we must learn to interact with each other powerfully. You understand? We must learn to interact with each other powerfully without sleeping with each other. Amen. All right? Amen. Yeah, we, 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 we must learn how to react. It's possible to, to interact with other ladies and not have sex with them. What do you think about that? Huh? Wow. So in this family, expect the ladies, expect the men. Amen. Now, the next important thing is that um, the little ones, hallelujah, alright, shall also serve the Lord. The little ones. And Pharaoh called and said unto Moses, Exodus 10, 24, Go ye serve the Lord, only let your heads be stayed. Alright? Chapter 10, verse 8. Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to them, Go serve the Lord your God. But by the way, who are the ones going? (laughs) Amen. Pharaoh is coming into the picture again. Hallelujah. Who are the ones going? Amen. Is it only the bishop? Huh? Who, who, who is going? You get it? And he said, Moses said, We shall go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters and our flocks and our heads. We shall go, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Then he said to them, Thus may the Lord be with you. If I ever let you and your little ones go. I will never let the little ones go. Go. Take heed for evil is in your mind. Not so. Go now. The men among you and serve the Lord. For that is what you desire. So they were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. And then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land for the locusts, that they may come and eat every plant of the land, even all that the hail has left. You know, locusts are going to come when the little ones are not released. So I have little ones. I have young ones. I have teenagers. 
I have young people. They are my little ones. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And I am going to serve the Lord with my little ones. If you are a little one, say, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. I'm going with the little ones. I'm not only going with mature people. So this work cannot only be done by mature people. We need the little ones. You see, and Pharaoh said no. And God said, okay, let locusts come. The, 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 the locusts will come and wipe out everything as long as we hold back a certain section of the family. And much is being done. That is why sometimes I, I become friends with young people. And I have a lot of different young people that are around me because this work that God has given to me, the vision, the vision, you see, the vision, remember that part of the will that included us, the uttermost, furthermost, eh? <laughs> that clause added us. It's not, it's not possible to do it without little ones. Thank God for, how old are you please? 40 years old. It's good. But the little ones who are 20 and teenagers and early 20s, 20 something, without them, we cannot perform the signs and the wonders that God wants us to And so Pharaoh said, Go, leave this thing. Let the men, the men, the solid men, the mature pastors and reverends, Reverend, Reverend Amu, Reverend Michael, and all these guys. Let, let them go and serve them. Let them do. With Reverend Michael and Reverend Amu and Reverend whatever, we are never going to get to the uttermost parts of the world. Oh, that's the truth. You need a little one. I need a little one. <laughs> about what I'm showing. You can't, you can't do it. And Pharaoh knew it. Satan knows it. That's why he likes to take the little ones and give them all kinds of things to do. Try having sex. Try doing this. Try that. Try to be gay. Try to, to you, try that. Try drinking. Try smoking. Try that. Try that. Try that. Try to keep because the little ones, there is something that the little ones bring. You know, the little ones are the ones with energy. The little ones will not be tired now. The little ones, you know, they, 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 they have more, more energy, strength. And, and the ministry is tiring physically. So, so it also takes away your energy, your life. So when the little ones are out of, are, are out of our midst, it will look as though God is dead. God is tired when they see so, look. so that's when you see older pastors they all sleep when you are preaching 
I mean, not, I don't know, in, in Lighthouse, it's not so much, but there, there are a couple of well-known sleeper, sleepers, that are, <laughs> pastors, and they come, sleep straight, the standard equipment, they sleep. But, in churches where the pastors are over 50 years and 60 years, it's not that they don't like God. You know, but they are, they are, they are, they are, they are they are tired. And they, they, they sleep. They just sleep. I went to preach at a, a, pastor, a pastor's conference. pastor who invited me, he had about 1,000, 2,000. He sat there in front of the line. And I was preaching at the point. Because he was sitting in front, I had to move to the, you know, beyond the first hour. And I was preaching. And he was asleep. And the elderly one, because it's not, it was not a young church. Church has been there for a long time. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you see them, they, they, they have this, sometimes pastors, you know, grow, uh, pot bellies, and they're sitting down. So when you have only such people, you get the feeling that God is tired. God is God is a cake. God, God is over. God, God is in the past. And so when Pharaoh wanted to let the people go, he said, "Okay, you let the people go, but the little ones." He, said, he asked, "So who, who exactly, who exactly is part of the team? Can you list the people?" I said, "We, me, Aaron, the old people." The little ones, our sons, our daughters. In fact, they emphasize the children. The little ones, and then to make clarity even clearer, the sons and the daughters. We are all going. And you know the reason for being set free? Let me tell you something. The reason for being set free. Stanley, the reason for being set free from Pharaoh is one and the same. He said, let my people go that they may serve me. I want people to serve me. God wants to be served. God does not just want to be worshipped. He wants people to serve him. And he said, let my people go that they may serve me. I want them to serve me. I want them to work for me. Let my people go that they may serve me. And who is going to serve me? Me, Moses? Aaron? Our elderly people, our little ones, our daughters, our sons. We are all going. It's not even a male thing. He said, take your men. Without the women, we are not going to be fruitful. We We have to learn how to be together without sleeping with each other. We have to learn how to stay together and become true daughters who don't metamorphosize into something Delicious or immoral. We need to learn it. We need to be it. Because God is going to use us. But He's not going to use only me. Say, God has used me. God is God's original plan when He called me, included all of you. His God included you were in my bosom spiritually when He called me. Yeah, you have been in the same all along. Yeah. 
you are a total part of the plan. His calling of me is the very small, it's like Moses. There is the sons, there's the daughters, there's the little ones, there's the children whom thou hast given me. In another place, he called it my house, and Paul said, My son, you understand? Stay here, do this, do this, do this, do this, be here, create titles. It, no, I cannot be alone. No, nobody is called alone. Nobody is called alone. When God called me, he had added Pastor Richard into the calling. Pastor Joel into the calling. Pastor Ishmael took all were part of the I and my son. So that's why when somebody is a son or a daughter and the person never comes to occupy his position, often the ministry of the person never flourishes. And that's why the contact with the father in the ministry is one of the most important words. The door to your section of the ministry of, the, of your work. I and my children. I am my, I, lo- I love my children when I see them working. In the I'm talking about spiritual children. I, lo- I see that I become happy. And, and, and I, I share work. You see, I, went, I was in America and I was, we were sharing some work for administrators. You know? And so they brought some people They said, You'll be a, this, this one should be administrator. So I said, well, but this guy is a pastor of a church. This one is a pastor of a church. This one is too. I said, bring some of the ladies who do it so that everybody has something to do. Wow. It's a blessing to have something to do. You, know, you can't have one person having everything. You know, you, you, you do this, you pass at the church, you do the computer. So bring some of the ladies and other people so that you also have something. Otherwise, they have nothing. They're just there. You know? And, and it's, it's a privilege. You get it? They also have a part to play. You can't deprive them. So the cooking that you would have cooked, that one do you cook. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah. Let my people go. For a reason. Let my people go that they must. You don't know why God wants to set you to let you go. It's not for He wants you to serve Him. This is intense. Read it every time. Let my people go that they may serve me. I want them to serve me. I don't want to serve to serve a bank or serve it or serve a white man or a blue man. I want them to serve me. I want them to work for they want, I want them to be in my house and to start and work and sweat in I want them to serve me. I want my children to serve me. Eesh. That is the reason. That's the reason. That's the reason why he's calling. That's the reason why he's sending. That's the reason why he speaks and he says, Come. It's the reason is let, let, um, I need you. I want you to serve me. That's why. And he said, and so and so when Pharaoh had begun to get the message, he said, Can I have some clarifications? Who are who are those going for this thing? Moses said, Children are coming. Sons are coming. Daughters are coming. Ash. All of them are coming. <laughs> So when I see, so when I was trying to work and the sons, the sons are taking even the administrative. I said, no, step back. Daughters are also having something to do. Yeah, the male and the female for fruitfulness. Daughters have also something. They also have a privilege. One day I was going to employ somebody and I was diligent. The Lord said, do you know when she's going to die? Employ her now. It's a chance. Yeah. It's a pre- you, when you get to heaven, there will be nothing except what you've done for God. Everything is useless. If you like that, you see, your clothes and all that, you throw them out. See, you, have, you have nothing. You, you are nothing. You have nothing. Try and die. You see, you have nothing. No. 
let my people. I, I, I say that scripture when I see anything in so many places. Yeah, yeah. So many places. Oh, let my people go. Let my people go. I'll show you so many verses. It's in so many verses. Oh, so many verses. It says in Exodus 1. You don't, don't bother. Let me read it to you. In Exodus 1 30, it says, And Israel was made to serve with rigor. Oh. Hey! Oh. Satan is bad, oh. How many realize that you are being made to serve with rigor? With rigor. <laughs> hey! And then the next one, verse 14, it says, And Pharaoh made them serve with rigor. Made them serve was with rigor. Exodus 3.12 You shall serve God You know Then he says that he may serve me You know Exodus 7.16 said that they may serve me In the wilderness Exodus 8.1 That they may serve me Exodus 8.20 That they may serve me Exodus 9.1 That they may serve me Exodus 9.13 That they may serve me Exodus 10 3 that they may serve me. Exodus 10 7 that they may serve the Lord. Exodus 10 8 let them go that they may serve the Lord. Exodus 10 11 men and serving the Lord. Oh, and then Exodus 10 24 when Pharaoh said, Go ye and serve the Lord. Huh? 10 26 said, We shall take and serve the Lord. Oh, are you there? Yes. This is his will. I look at you to serve him. He wants you to serve him. God wants people to serve him. He wants servants. How many want to be his servants? You like to be his servants or you want to be Mr. Smith's servant? Mr. Jackson's servant? Huh? Mr. Ronald's servant? You want to serve the Lord. That's why he's trying to get you, brother. He's trying to cut, get you early. He woke you early. I want you to serve me. Me, I don't write book for the world. I don't write book for any businessman to do his business better. I have not spent my one even one second. I consider it an insult to my intelligence to, to release a small part of my intelligence for people's businesses to work. If they have the wisdom to come and see what I've written for the church and apply it, it's up to them. But I'm writing for the kingdom. I'm serving the Lord. And I'm not serving money. Wow. Are you excited? Stand to your feet if you're excited. I am the children whom the Lord has given me. They are for signs and for one. Glory be the chief. Glory be the God. You may be seated. How many numbers do you have now? Number three, four, whatever you have. The next thing that you must know is the importance of sons and daughters 
being and working, being in the image of their father. Which brings us to the concept of alos. But you see something, he says that, and in the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him, and Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and he begat a son in his own likeness, after his image, and called his name Seth. Genesis chapter 5 verse 3. Amen. You see, Adam lived 130 years and he begat a son in his own likeness. You see, what you must understand is that when God has given you a father, right, you are expected to be born in his likeness, like him, and after his image. It's not only Adam and Eve who were created in the image of God. God intended that the now Adam will give rise to things that are in his image. And, it's, and that's also your expectation. If I have a son who is not in the ministry, or I have a son who is in the world, it would be shocking to you more than if even a church member has a son who is in the world. Because you know me, you expect that my children would be in the image of their father. And in the likeness of their father. Is it not so? And so God is expecting you, if you call yourself sons and daughters, to be in the image of the spiritual father that he has given to you. And like your spiritual father. You've not heard these messages before. Yeah. These are things that are there. Children. It's, a, it's, it's, it's even something that is not even said. It's not, you, don't, you don't even teach your child. You've got to be... be be like, do you know who I am? I am this and that. One, one, one rich man. I, I, actually, when I was coming, I sat by a, uh, a, a white man, you know, who is into some huge businesses in Africa as well. And so he knew a big time Kenyan. I don't want to mention his name, you know. And I, so when he went, so I said, oh, you, so you know, so everybody knows him, you know. So I said, is, 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 he, is he famous? Oh, he's very famous. I said, why? I said, because he built this huge business in Africa at a time when there was nothing going on. So I said, is he respected? He said, oh, he's very respected. So I understood something that happened because the son of this man had gone to get himself into some troubles. Do you understand? And his father was very angry with him because he, he said that his son was spoiling his name. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because if you are the son of somebody... You know, the person also values the image he has. And I was surprised that some white man somewhere in some remote part of America, so they know this person because of his work in the business. You know, and, and I said, and I said, does he have a good name? Because I don't know, you know, you never know. I don't know whether he has even a good name in Ghana. I said, does he have a good name? Oh, very good. Is he, seen, is he seen as a very wild person? That's the image that he has. So I said, what about all the troubles that you So those troubles are seen also in a certain way. You know? So when you are the child of someone, you are expected to be the image of the person. So ask yourself, sometimes these are things that God easily gives you. You know, if Papa Higgins is my father and he has seen Jesus, I also want to see Jesus. I want to have visions that are as, as clear as you sitting here. I want to have visions where when the people in the vision pull a chair, I hear the sound. And then they sit down. And I hear them sitting down. 
and it's as though it's a real, it's a real, the real that you can touch like this. So, well, these are the type of visions that can take it hard. And these are the type of visions that the joiner also had. These are the people that I'm following, and I, I cannot still attain. What do you think? But at least it gives you a direction. What to be like. You may not be exactly like that, or God may let you because sometimes children to you, you can it's from this is your father, but you see that your face is rotated a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not realized that? <laughs> huh? You, you can see that yours is twisted like this, this one is gone like this, this one's gone like this, so it's gone up and basic face has come down. Slight rotations. But at least you have something to look at. You have an idea of what you are supposed to be. You understand? And then even if it's yours is rotated, a bit or twisted, or this place has gone down, or that place has gone up, it is God's way of bringing His own variations to make you an individual. Because you are still an individual, but He gives you a picture, an image. See, this is what ideally should be. But even biological children, they are all different. Yeah. So it's only like the likeness is in something. It's mysterious. It's like it, but it's also different. Wow. How many points do you have? Five. Oh, we are going, we are, mo- we are moving. Alright. Now Genesis chapter 4 verse 8. And Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. The importance of brothers not fighting. You understand? Since it is I and the children who the Lord has given me, and we are all part of the same family, it's very important that the brothers do not fight. Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The brothers and the sisters must not fight. Amen. So let us keep ourselves walking as friends. And that's one of the blessings that we have in the churches, the pastors. People are not fighting. I can preach better than you. I'm greater than you. I'm a teacher. What are you? I have that anointing. You know, some assistants, you leave them, you, you leave your church with them on Sunday. When you go, and by the time you come, they have had a miracle service, they have slayed the whole church. And then, so that the head pastor, they may not do it intentionally, but it's almost like the head pastor doesn't look as bright. It's dull, like a dull head pastor. You understand? And it's, it's because there's a certain spirit sometimes. And, and that's why most churches, or many churches, it's just the pastor and his wife. Yeah. 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 I went to America, I went to uh, Creflo Dollar's church, I saw Creflo and Taffy Dollar. That's the eight. That's the eight. Finito. Huh? Yeah. John Francis Church is like that as well. Yeah. Don't trust nobody. And nobody's trustworthy. You don't know anybody else. You cannot know. 
Even if you are in the church, apart from the TV, if you are in the church, you will not know anybody else. Because the brothers love to fight and show their powers. Cain rose up and slew Abel. So you keep them down. Don't rise up. Once I'm here, no one is rising. When I rise up, down. Down, down, down. I went to Bishop Eddie Long's church. That's it. You see Bishop Eddie Long and it's finished. Although there may be one main person, but even in Lighthouse, you know a lot of people. Is that not so? I'm not saying it's better, but I'm saying that those things are also products of the children not fighting. If Bishop Saki was fighting with me, do you think I'll leave the cathedral with him? Because I've left it, I've, I've, I've given it to myself. Take it. He's the pastor. When I come, I tell the people that he's a better pastor. The church is now, and it is true. He's a better pastor. The church is working. It's growing. Oh, and I'm happy. That's it. And when we don't fight, the church can work. But as soon as I feel, you see me, I'm also Samuel. He, I can be Samuel. If I see that you are a certain way, oh, I will, I will, I will, I will, I would, I would, the way I would deal with you, you will realize you have been dealt with. <laughs> it's true. But, but, I, but I, I, I don't have to. If you are also not some way. Yeah. If you are humble, you're right. You see, one day I, 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 I went for a, uh, I went for a meeting. Do you see? I, had, I used to have meetings with the pastors, my main pastors, few pastors. One day I went for a meeting, right, and then I came back, right. Then one day, every time I was having that meeting, one day I was late. So when I came, one of the pastors, right, was sitting in my chair, and then they were having a meeting. No, at that time the church wasn't a big church. I mean, it was, it was other, where are they? We were somewhere. Right? So, they were, having, they were doing a Bible study. And so on. We were doing the same Bible study that we had been doing. So, when I got there, I said, when I saw him, I said, get up. I said, never sit here. If I'm not here, never, never sit in my chair. Never. You get it? Out. Because it's my chair. And don't give an impression. You know, you, you, you have to be respectful. If I'm not in town, nobody should go to my office. Nobody should use it for meetings. Nobody should sit. Even if there's nowhere to sit, my chair, you should be afraid to sit on my chair. Yeah. When Solomon was being made the king, the way he was made king was that he sat on David's mule, his donkey. And, said, and, said, and Solomon is riding David's mule. That's how they do that. He was, it was by, by sitting on that thing, he became the king. Yeah. That's why he was all wielding swords and powers. So there are things you have to know how to behave. Even they may say, oh, it doesn't matter. You do this, you do this. You have to understand in a certain context. Yeah. One pastor, I put him at a certain place. You know, encouraging him for a long time to do what is right. 
One day, I realized that he wasn't doing what is right. You see. But his church was big and he thought he was, he was the only person who could be there. So one day, I was on a golf course on hole four. And yeah, I, was, I remember where I teed off. As soon as I teed off, I turned to Bishop Saki, I'm going to sack the guy from that place. I'll move him. He will be surprised. What I'm trying to say is that you may think that there are some things I cannot do. But only that I am saying that there's some way things I have them more I can manifest fully. You see that? Hey! I called him. I said, You are out. I transferred him from there. He was the pastor of the biggest church and I transferred him to the smallest church. He was shocked. I said, I'm moving this person here, moving this person, moving this person here. Yeah. One day I came, my people were counting, were counting my I said, All of you, you are out. You can't money again. Oh, why don't you? Out. Finish counting. No more counting money again. What, what have we done? Nothing. You haven't done it. I say you, you can't money again the church. Just go. You understand? What I'm trying to say is that as we are flowing with the brotherliness and the kindness and so on, you yourself must also realize who you are and who you are not and certain things that are privileges. Because after some time you may think that that's how it is. The fact that you see me here walking, I mean, it's like I don't know anything. I'm just, I mean, sometimes I go to places and I, I, I behave as if I'm a bushman. Recently, I was in America, and the thing they go when you go, the door opens, and so I said, "Hey, I said this place is like magical," and they were all laughing. I, I, I behave as if I'm a, a villager who has not seen a door open like this, and said the place at night, the cars are bright. They said that me, I don't know. I was not even born in Africa. I wasn't born there. Only I don't say it. And a lot of things I don't say. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember... God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.